Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And Erio's production. Hey, Jen. I'm having a Brittany emergency. I know you're probably feeling it too. We've seen all the posts. It's the most recent post that really got me. And she's talking about the documentary and how the parts that she's seen of it really upset her, made her cry because, and you know, she's embarrassed because of the light they put her in. Now, I was telling this to my partner and telling him, how this was making me feel and what I felt like I contributed to. And I felt so horrible. And he said, she doesn't specify who they are by the light that they put me in. And he said, isn't she referring to the way that the media referred to her and the light that the media put her in in that time? Not to say that I don't feel like we're still part of the problem in some way, but that was a really interesting thought for me. I thought maybe I'm hoping that the documentary did not make her feel embarrassed because people are still talking about her because we all just want the best for her. But anyways, I thought that was an interesting thought. I'm really hoping that we can hear your thoughts on this because there's a lot going on these days and I have a feeling something big is coming out with Miss Brett. Okay, till next time. One, hello, what a week for Britney fans. Guys, there's a lot going on in the Britney verse, and let's just get down to it. In the past week, Britney's been posting a lot. At first, it started out where she was honoring women she really looks up to. We had a Sharon Stone, we had a Natalie Portman. Uh, you know, she was talking about the color red, we had a little mini red fridge. She was posting a picture of a kitten with a red background. Uh, She kept talking about Project Red. Now, a lot of you started DMing me when that was happening and saying, I think it's about Netflix because there's a Netflix doc coming out and she's sending us 
messages. And this is similar to when she kept talking about Project Rose. And then in that doc, you know, we had the, there were so many roses. And at the end, she's holding the soap that's a rose. And then we got a photo of a woman holding a skeleton baby. And I gotta be honest, it took me by surprise. I, guys, I'm having a difficult time because I don't want to speculate. I actually want to to talk to you guys about th- this. This was my whole kind of challenge with myself as a Britney fan throughout the the free Britney movement over the past two years. Of course, I support Britney getting out of this conservatorship, or at the very least, her father completely transitioning out of being in charge of the conservatorship, getting her with the right people, her having a great business manager to guide her and to set her up for success, whatever that means. We don't know the full story. She keeps telling us this. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And she wants us to respect her privacy. These are things that she has been telling us. Now, I understand we that we've heard through her lawyer. Her lawyer has said that she thanks her fans for all their support and for bringing some of these uh, challenges that Brittany has been experiencing to light. And she's, she's, she's grateful for that. Also through her social media, she has let us know that she wants to lead with kindness, you know, also that we don't know what's fully going on. Here, here's the thing where I get tripped up, you guys. Um, and, and I want this to be a place where, you know, all Britney fans can call the hotline and we can have a discussion about this. But I wonder, you know, we can't pick and choose what we want to be real, what's really coming from from Britney. And then, you know, we decide, well, this one was real. What she was saying is real. Uh, What she put out on her Instagram was real. This piece is not real. This is fake. This is from her team. Uh, So there's a there's a couple things I just I want to point out is that huge, massive celebrities very rarely are holding their phone and not receiving any help at all whatsoever when it comes to their social media. I'm talking about major celebrities. I'm talking about the J-Lo's, the Lady Gaga's, the Ariana Grande's, the Britney Spears. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Rarely are they the only ones who they come up with the idea of what they want to post, they write the caption, and they put it on the Instagram. Very rarely, guys. Out of all of the people I just named, I don't think any of them do that. And they hire people to help them with their social media. And a lot of you have been sending me another thread of a woman who is potentially in charge of Britney's social media. And and I have, I mean, there there are some things, you guys, that you're you're sending me where I'm like, this is a very, this is very, it's very obvious that this woman has been hired for a very long time, has been working with Britney Spears. 
and, you know, pointing out things like she was in Hawaii the same time Britney was. It's like, yeah, because she's on Britney's team. She, she's been working with Britney for a very long time. She's traveling with Britney. Or when she was on the X Factor, look, she's pretending to be a paparazzi taking these photos. It's like, guys, she's running her social media. So she stood in the line to snap photos so they could just use the photos that they had internally for internal use. Do you know what I'm saying? This woman is hired. She works for Britney and she runs Britney's socials. Brittany knows this person very well. So I understand we don't, we have to just open, we have to open ourselves up to how we're, we're looking at all of this. I mean, I, I implore us to do so as fans because if we don't open it up and we get so, we get this narrow view, I don't think it's helping culture as a whole, a, a pop culture, which I care about so deeply. I really, really do. And I, I'm even getting to the point where I'm like, what am, is, is this, is talking about Britney hurting her? I, I, I want to, I want to believe that the, the assistance that Britney is getting on her socials you know, it is she it's coming through her. Also, guys, this this woman who is helping her and she uh, has helped other people. I mean, she has a company where this is what they do, where they are hired to help celebrities with their socials. You guys, what we're seeing on Britney's socials. I mean, you think that someone came up with this stuff other than Britney Spears? I mean, guys, I, I've have you ever seen a celebrity post in the way that Britney does. I mean, this is this is from the brain of Britney. If we love her, you got to recognize that. The dancing videos when she used to do, you know, watercolor painting, the teacups, the kittens, the minion memes. I mean, this is not this woman Cassidy or Cassie's brainchild. This is I I can't give anyone else that kind of credit. This is our beautiful angel Britney Spears. She's got a she's got a weird and beautiful and unique take on this world. You guys, I actually think going back a few episodes that Britney does have the gift of sight. I think she can kind of perhaps see into the future or I think that she also just might be really tapped in. And if not having clear visions, I think that she that her intuition is is uh, is very is very it's a, it's alive and well. I actually don't think it's where she's like the Netflix stock is coming out red. I'm going to tell them and this is how I'm going to get this message to them. Guys, I don't think it's happening. And I just think we got to make peace with this. What are we doing? We're driving ourselves insane. All the conspiracy theories. Aren't we just, guys, what are we doing? It just seems so noisy. It just seems so noisy. And all I want is for her to be happy. And I, I'm i taking messages from our queen. I'm, I'm taking the messages. My guest today, April Quio and I, we talk about this. And, and this episode was recorded before this past week with all of the things that Brittany was posting on her Instagram 
And April even says, I just wish she would tell us. And it's like, I'm taking for face value what Brittany has told us. Through her lawyer, she is saying she thanks the fans. She doesn't want her dad in charge of her conservatorship any longer. We know that. She also has said that you never know what's really going on in someone's life. Okay? So we really don't know what is going on in Brittany's life. Again, I think that families of origin are complex. They're complicated. And she's got a real complicated one. And uh, I think that she has love in her life, though. I do think she's a very positive person. And I think she's incredibly unique and very special. And I don't know what's going on with her. And I will say that the skeleton photograph, it it shook me. I was like, whoa, okay, woof. All right, what's going on here? And then right after that, she posted a video where she refers to herself as a vampire and and she's dancing. And I don't know, there was something also that, that again, I kind of just had like a woof, what's going on there? And And then she took it down, that video, and then she put it back up. She reposted it. And then we got two other dance videos. And she talked directly about the documentary, which she hasn't yet. She addressed it. And I just think that we can't, we just can't pick and choose what, what we think is real and not real. I, I'm going to say it again. I just don't think we can do that. And I, I wonder if what we did to Brittany in the early aughts, if, if this, meaning the conspiracy theories and 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 honestly, the free Britney movement when it's so uh, we know what's best for Britney. Guys, I'm sorry to tell you, we don't know what's best for Britney because we don't even know her. Okay, like we don't know her. We love her. We are grateful for all that she's given to us, but we don't know Britney. Think about your closest friends. They even only know certain shades of you. So is what we did to her in the early odds, is this a close cousin to what we're doing to her now? I wonder. I just want us to check in. I'm checking in with myself right now. You know, after I watched the doc, I thought to myself, oof, we all got to do better. We got to do better of how we're participating. Brittany said she cried for two weeks after watching what she did see of the doc. She didn't like how they how they made her seem. I took it as she didn't like that they made her seem like a victim. Brittany's never liked that. She doesn't view herself that way. Again, I think she's a very strong person. That was my takeaway. I don't know what, what you guys thought about this. But she said she cried for two weeks. She was triggered by what she did see. I understand. I understand her choice to not want to watch this. It's been triggering for other people. I mean, Jessica Simpson, she did an interview recently um, in promoting her book. And she said that she hasn't watched the documentary and that she won't because it would be too triggering. Kim Kardashian, she watched the doc. She was triggered. And she posted an extensive Instagram story all the tabloid covers uh, during her pregnancy with her daughter, North, and they called her a whale. And going through all of those tabloid covers, 
on Kim Kardashian's Instagram story, I was just heartbroken. I was appalled. Appalled. It was appalling what they said about a woman creating life. Disgusting. Disgusting. Last night I sat on my couch and I said to my husband, I don't know, am I participating in this by continuing this conversation? And I don't have the answer yet. What I do know is I'm feeling really good about today's episode. It, it was, it's the perfect episode for today, and I'm really excited. My conversation with April Quio, she is a very talented writer. She's she's written on some great shows, Brooklyn Nine-Nine being one of them, and I just love her point of view, and she's just a ray of light and a lover of Britney Spears. And I'm like, let's get back to basics. Let's talk about the moments that Britney has given us that have just brought us so much joy. Let's let's just touch down, you guys, on the joy that comes from being a fan, the love. Let's Let's just take a break from all the other stuff. Let's get back to basics. Let's talk about our love for the one, the only, Britney Spears, okay? The princess of pop, okay? Let's get back to basics. Let's get back to kindness. Britney wants, she's here for kindness. That's what she said. Let's get to a higher love. Yesterday, I woke up and I was like, I'm going to go get my car washed. I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to get myself a green juice. Getting back to basics. You know what I mean? Let's get to, let's get back to some basics. I went to Trader Joe's. I bought myself some wildflowers. I came home because, guys, I've decided I'm going to get into flower arranging. This is going to be my new hobby. Um, I've gotten into, into plants. That happened over the past couple of years. And uh, I've kept some really cool plants alive for for over two years now, and um, when my when my dear friend from high school, Megan Meehan, passed away, I was like, you know what? I got to bring some life into this house, and I gotta I gotta stick my hands in the soil. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep something alive, and I've done it. I've got this this massive succulent. I think it's called a calandra up on my deck, and it was big to begin with. But this thing is like this thing is got it's. It's a grown adult now. It it's huge. This thing is huge. I'm gonna show it to you. I'm gonna show, I'll I'll post a picture on my Instagram at Jennifer Zaborowski if you want to see my calandra. <laughs> but I got myself some plants. Or yesterday I got myself some wildflowers. Put them around the house. I lit my Britney prayer candle. And this was before she told us how she felt about the dock. So maybe I felt it coming. But we're gonna get back to joy. And I was driving in my car after I got it washed yesterday, and I played. Whitney Houston's Higher Love on repeat. I just let that thing play over and over and over again, and I was feeling it. So let's get back to a higher love. Let's talk about our favorite Britney moments. I'm so grateful to April, who who (laughs) told me about her favorites. They are fantastic. I shared a couple of mine. Britney is joy. Britney is love. Britney is kindness. So... Let's go, you guys. Let's talk to April about Britney Spears and the iconic moments that she's given us. Love her.
you? Okay, so who Britney is to me, such a big question. Wow, can't wait to get into this. But Britney for me is, she just is like femininity personified. Like that's how I would describe her. I really, I think that's why I've always been so attracted to pop music in general. Like I'm somebody who stands a bunch of pop stars. I just in fact finished looking over Billie Eilish's new hair color, like the moment I joined this Zoom call. (laughs) So like that is who I am. But um, how I got into Britney was my older sister, who is actually my roommate, so she's probably like listening to this conversation right now. She is 11 years older than me and she's like my best friend. So growing up, I was into what she was into. So like she was a huge Janet Jackson stan. And so I became a huge Janet Jackson stan. Like she was really into Sade, a lot of like really big female powerhouses. And so in the year 2000, when Britney was having her moment, at that point, my sister was... 18 so she's like right on track with Britney's age she was really into her I was seven so I was like what like who is this person and she says sit down we're gonna watch the 2000 VMAs <laughs> and that was the moment that the stand was born and I I like got her album for Christmas that year memorized all of it um I mean we'll get into my moments but there's a lot of moments so Britney means so well to me and so you know, watching the documentary that came out recently was really funny because I was like, this is for people who haven't been paying attention. Like, I know all of this. <laughs> like, I've been there. We, we, I've loved this woman for, yeah, 21 years now. Literally <laughs> one of my longest relationships. And I just think she's incredible. Like, I just live in awe of her talent. Also, I love hearing from people. Everyone has such beautiful things to say. Like, she clearly is such an incredible person, let alone performer. And so I just love her. Like, I just, I can't help but stand. I have stand since I was seven. I stand today. So many younger fans, you know, people who are 10 years, 15 years younger than Britney who are, who who love her as much as, as we do. I'm now finding that it's all about them having older siblings. Yes. Mm-hmm. I Like, I keep hearing that. And it's so, um, I, I have a, a sister who's, three years older than me, but it's like, you want to be like your older sibling. And I also love how it deepens the connection that you have with your siblings when you love the same, the same pop stars, when you love the same music, when you love the same television shows. Uh, So I just think that's so cool. Like I keep hearing that time and time again, because I was interested when I started doing this podcast and finding that there were so many fans who were in their early twenties. And I was like, how, how did that happen? Uh, and, you know, That's if they hot. see that performance uh, also. Uh. In, so 2000 VMAs, was that I'm a slave for you or was that the oops, I did it again, can't get no satisfaction? Yes, it's it's wearing the suit, walking down the steps, ripping, flesh tone, like it was everything. And the thing is, it's like I had been into her before that. Like, I mean, I remember even watching clips of like, her mall days like they would show sometimes on MTV like she used to perform in the mall so it's like I had been I had been into her but that was the moment that like the stand was born <laughs> like I was like I cannot deny this that was it it was everything to me <laughs> and you even have some of her perfumes right? oh my god I had every perfume <laughs> I remember the purple it was like a beautiful purple bottle with like gems on it that people would come over to my house and I'd be like do not touch that <laughs> oh my god wow I forgot about that <laughs> I love her oh she's so great she really? really really is and you have I saw on your Instagram and that's when I was like I 
find I've been trying to get you on the on the show for a long time and I was like, okay, this is what we have to do is take your incredible point of view when it comes to pop culture <laughs> and and place that when it comes to Britney. You've created a list of your favorite Britney moments, but on Instagram you posted was it your favorite was it pop culture moments? all around yeah is that what it was it was like I was just walking around the house and I realized like there's so much in my mind like my brain capacity is taken up 70% by just like these moments that I keep referring to back and I'll be like oh yeah I remember when like Rihanna laughed at Ariana Grande's like awful choreography then I was like you should just write them down and see how many you can recall shot for shot like by memory and it turns out it's like hundreds like it's an ongoing (laughs) list (laughs) I will continue to update it because it's so out of control but yeah, I was, I was looking at the list and I was like, a lot of them also already featured Britney just because like she means so much to me. And some of them are like performance moments and some of them are just like things that happen with celebrities that I can't believe happened. <laughs> I just keep track yes. of all of them. Yeah. Yes. I, I have. Can I share one with you? Please. So in the making the music video okay. that, okay, on MTV, it was the uh drive me crazy episode and the choreographer keeps changing the choreo mm-hmm. and it was because it didn't work for the shot so it turned i think what britney was doing on the right side she now had to do it on the left side or something to that effect and she's looking at the choreographer and she just says i got so much choreography on my mind oh my god <laughs> And I didn't remember that until uh, Tom Lank was on the show and he told me that line. And then he said, go back. You have to watch it. And I just couldn't get over it. It's so it's everything. And so now anytime I get overwhelmed, I just say, I got so much choreography on my mind. (laughs) That's incredible. Oh, my God. A three and four. Thank you. Please. I've just got so much choreography on my head right now. Right. I would feel so much more comfortable if you just keep it the same. I mean, I would. The thing is, Nigel said he cannot get the shot with it like that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, April, let's jump in. What do you have on your list? Okay, number one on my list. And of course, this is not a ranked list. Everything she does is incredible. Every breath she takes is perfect. (laughs) These are just the first things that came to mind when I sat down and thought about this. Okay, the first thing is the vocals at the bridge of Toxic. So a lot of people can say a lot of things about Britney Jean Spears's vocal ability. And we can have that argument any day. I'm happy to have it. But you cannot deny <laughs> when she gets to the bridge of Toxic, the, the greatest pop song ever created, and she sounds like an angel. And to be able to even create that sound with your throat is what makes her a legend. The, the Come on. Untouchable. Number one moment. Just when I heard that, like, I remember where I was when I heard that for the first time. I'm pretty sure I dropped the plate I was holding. I was like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Like, Toxic is on another playing field. I'm sure you've got into it before. But just that vocal, the like hearing that sound to me is a top moment. She's a legend. Everyone who comes on the podcast, it, it seems as though that Toxic is the the front runner for the greatest Britney song out of her catalog. Although, I mean, Baby One More Time, it's hard because you're like, that's what introduced us to Britney. And it was, I mean, obviously, hands down, the greatest first single out of any pop star. But as as a whole, I think it's got to be toxic. It's just an amazing, amazing pop song. It's just on paper. And I really appreciate TikTok because there's been a lot of TikToks that break down like the different sources of the sounds that had to come together to make toxic. But on paper, toxic is insane. (laughs) It's like, we're going to take like the James Bond theme. We're going to take like some Bollywood music. Okay. We're flipping it. We're reversing it. We're changing the pitch. We're putting this pop girl on it. Like it's crazy. And then you mix it all together and it's untouchable. Come on. (laughs) You can't touch that. It's kind of like Britney. On paper, it's very confusing. It doesn't make any sense. And then when you see her in person, it's just, there's nothing better. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What, tell me, we talk to me about TikTok because I'm trying to get in there. I know, I know, I sound, I just aged myself greatly, but, but explain it to me as a Britney fan or just a lover of pop culture because I want to get in there and people are saying, it's amazing. If you love Britney Spears, you've got to, you've got to get into TikTok. Mm -hmm, For sure. I mean, the thing about TikTok is, Number one, it's it's horrifying because you're clearly being watched. The allegor the al- algorithm algorithm learns who you are very quickly. So maybe within a week of using TikTok, I was getting like behind the scenes music production TikToks about creation of Britney Spears songs, like quick. <laughs> like, okay, they got me. So that is one of the genres that I love where it'll be like, Oh, have you ever heard this song? Let me tell you where the samples came from. Like I'm somebody who's a really big music theory nerd. So I love knowing how the song came together, who made it, how, what that looked like behind the scenes, how involved Britney was. Sometimes her producers will be making the TikToks and they're like, this was her idea. Like she thought of this. I'm like, I love that. I love knowing that. So you can kind of get into the, to the weeds of like what, yeah, how it was created. 
And then also there's lots of TikToks where it's just like, remember when this happened? Like, remember when um, I'm a slave for you? The like, have you seen that one long take where they do the full choreography while they're making the music video in one take? And she nails it. And that choreography was crazy. There's like people coming left and right, people like touching her. There's sweat everywhere. She nailed it. Just like the high, like you can see a real highlight reel for her. I really love it. And of course the, the free Britney movement is really prominent on TikTok, which I think has been so helpful because people are like, mobilizing and it's just been great so that is one thing i get on tiktok there's also just like yeah i get a lot of like pop culture like for me danity kane was huge for me mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you remember danity kane it's of course I, do. I, I, can't I, I dabbled i dabbled, I dabbled. In them. for sure for sure making the band is huge for me that show was absolutely it would be illegal to do some of the things diddy did on that show now is all i will say <laughs> it so, wasn't dan Dan, wait, is it Dan, it, Dan, D- Dan, <laughs> Dan, wait. Yeah, he cre- what is, what does it even mean? Danity, like at one word and the next word Kane with a K, Danity Kane. Danity Kane. <laughs> it wasn't that season. It was when he put together the group okay. uh, where it was, um, and then he made them, it was like there was, there were singers there were rappers. They were in one group together, and I can't remember the name of the group. Mm-hmm. And he made them walk across the bridge yes. to get pastries for him. Yeah, to get something for him, and then it inspired the classic like Chappelle show sketch, <laughs> which is just about how did he like abuses these people who are. And I don't remember the name of the band either, but yeah, there were like rapper. There was a female rapper. There were some singers, and they all were just so miserable. <laughs> it was just taking advantage I of them. I, I loved those shows too, and it was there was something about it where it was like, "This is what you have to do if you want to make it in life." Yes, and even being a teenager, even younger than that, there was something really appealing to me about that like I'm like if you don't walk across a bridge nothing great will ever happen to you like you need to you need to just completely give yourself over to Diddy to make anything happen in your career but I really loved it I loved that whole that whole genre of tv shows yes oh my gosh that needs to be a podcast because and every season so there was like the first band, which was like the rappers, and there was O Town, if anybody remembers that. <laughs> okay. I remember them. Then Danny became then a group called Day 26. I don't know if you were in it at that point. <laughs> okay. No, nope. Don't. That is not ringing a bell. Day 26, one of their members was dating a member of Danny Kane at the time. There was some drama with that. But anyway, all of this is alive on TikTok. <laughs> you gotta get on TikTok. I can't believe you made it through quarantine without TikTok. Good for you. <laughs> Yeah, didn't even didn't even go near it. Wow, it had nothing, nothing. <laughs> so it's not just dances. That's like no, I would argue that's a very small part of it. And the the funny thing about the dances is that like they turn into comedy sketches really quickly. Like there'll be a dance that everybody learns, and then people will use that dance to like tell a funny story. And like the dance is kind of happening in the background while they tell the story. Like it's it's more of a the, the dancing is like the language of TikTok, but it's not like the it's actual substance. <laughs> it's like, that's how I would describe it. So th- there's there's something for everybody. And I have a lot of like baby, like I love baby videos, babies talking, dog videos. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you can get it all. It's great. Okay. What else do you have on your list? Okay. So number two is in the You Drive Me Crazy video that you have mentioned, the stop. <laughs> 
simply the star. <laughs> my heart. First of all, I love the movie. And I love the idea of like having the characters from the movie in the video. So I was already like so hooked. But that stop, truly, the world stops. Like if Britney Spears tells you to stop, you stop. And just the power in that, I remember as a kid being so mesmerized and being like, I cannot move right now. <laughs> like, I need to stop. <laughs> I just love it. I also, like, a, an honorable mention is the green top from that video. <laughs> the power in that. It was like a green, like, like crop. You know, you know it. You know it. Oh, I know the top. It also kind of was reminiscent of or inspired by a mermaid's tail. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You know? It's like magical powers in it. And also the one strap was just a tiny bit loose. And so in some parts of the video, it kind of falls off her shoulder. Yes. From her dancing so hard. And to bring it back to the stop, Brittany is also very well known for speaking in her songs. And no one else can pull it off in the way that Britney Spears can. Yes. I love when she talks before a song in the middle of a song <laughs> or just during a song yes. it's more spoken word than it is singing mm-hmm. there's something about the cadence of her voice that is it's just incredible yeah but the stop the way she could just hold she can just hold space you know what i mean and if i look at well on forever like who who can say how long the stop really was but in my memory it was like two to three minutes <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so long and just beautiful but no I mean that really is her power I think that's what was inspirational to me because maybe at that point I was getting into like junior high age when this video happened and to me it was just like she's so in control because that the theme of that music video was kind of like we're in a high school cafeteria <laughs> like was the setting and so I was like an wow. underground high school yes cafeteria like it almost felt like it was a like a spaceship <laughs> underground cafeteria and i love it and adrian grenier is there <laughs> and beautiful. they're also serving milkshakes yes. but we're it also or it's like an industrial part of town you know there's like <laughs> a lot of smoke <laughs> that's so true I, and you know and i never question the art direction i just take what i'm given you know what i mean but i just remember that the being like that is a woman who was in control and she said stop <laughs> and we stop and then the beat kicks back in and then we're in a higher octave and we go <laughs> yeah so that is my second moment um beautiful <laughs> i love her so beautiful her eye makeup in that Britney's eye makeup in the early years in her music videos. I mean, she's lit yes. in such a way where the just the the greens and the blues that they put on her eyes it, it just glowed. She's just gorgeous. I was just at Claire's trying desperately to recreate those looks and was not able to do so, but wanted it so bad i just wanted to shimmer that was the other thing about britney spears is just like her embrace of glitter because i am such a girly girl like at the time my bedroom is like lavender and i put glitter in the paint so it was like there was glitter everywhere and she just embraced that because there was an era there where it was like 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 glitter's lame and like that's for girls and like if you're like i'm a tomboy like i'm rejecting that and britney was like no it's cool to like glitter it's like yes <laughs> I had her makeup artist on 
uh, from those early years. And she talked about, oh, God, the glitter that we would use. <laughs> and, the, and I asked her about the rhinestone tattoos. Yeah. I loved those. I mean, I went on spring break in high school to Myrtle Beach, and I was like, that's the first thing we are doing. <laughs> we are tracking down some rhinestone tattoos, uh-huh. putting them on our arms, and we're hitting the 18 18- to I guess it was just a club for 18 year olds or maybe like <laughs> 16 to 18 or something it was oh god okay next next favorite moment okay next favorite moment a moment we briefly mentioned earlier it is 2000s BMAs the ripping off of the suit to reveal the flesh tone sparkly getup because while she was walking down the stairs doing I can't get no satisfaction the glitter, like the pants started to fall a little bit and you got a hint of the glitter and you're like, what is under there? And so when she finally comes down, she rips off the outfit, she throws the hat into the audience, like ultimate rock star moment. And she just like steps into it and does this incredible choreography, no mistakes, body banging out of control. <laughs> like that was it. That was a, it was the ripping of the suit. That was a moment that I was like, I'll never look away from her again. <laughs> It was major, major for her, her extensions that were some pieces were blown out. Other pieces were crimped. Yes. The way she threw the hat off Mm -hmm. and also swung her head to the side and all the hair went and her, her arms are so chiseled and she was wearing platform like silver, almost space boots she made them look so cool. And Brittany never wore something where you could imagine a version that would be appropriate to wear out in the world. So these outfits seemed so unique. Yeah. And just the way she wore a flare pant with a bra top. I mean... Who would it's, think of that? Who would even think of such a thing? Like, because people make fun of like 2000s fashion. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Britney Spears would wear something and then like Alloy Magazine would create a version of it. Like it wasn't 2000s fashion. It was Britney Spears' fashion. <laughs> and we were trying to adapt it so that we could wear it too. That's what was happening. <laughs> like, I remember. I did so many embarrassing looks based on Britney one being I mean and this was I was in college and I remember when the Justin Timberlake Cry Me a River video came out mm. and the girl that he cast to look like Britney was wearing a boot cut jean with well I, what I did to recreate it she's wearing a news cap mm. and I got one of those and then wore jeans like that with a denim with a like a matching fitted denim top and then these pointy brown boots and I can't believe I wore that to like class (laughs) wait this was not like for a theme party (laughs) this was to class (laughs) to class and I remember the feeling inside my body being like I look amazing you are like rocking this, it. <laughs> yeah. Rocking it. And then other, you know, for prom, my prom looks were inspired by award show dresses that Brittany mm-hmm. wore. So, yeah, she always kind of, she just had a, she had a hold on me. I just loved everything about her. But that moment at the VMAs, 
I think is the most iconic Britney moment. Like people were not performing like that before. I hope these like these young kids recognize that was not normal for the VMAs. She cranked it up to 13, okay? No. <laughs> and since then, well, let's talk about any present day pop stars who are teenagers or below even I'll even give them let's see if Britney went into the conservatorship around the time she was 27 28 mm-hmm. so I'm looking for any pop stars who are under the age of 27 okay none of them can move like Britney no no one's moved like Britney before or since I, I mean I see people trying well let's just go through the girls so, um, Dua Lipa has come a long way. I'll give her that. She has come a long I, way. <laughs> I watched some videos of her dancing, and there were a few I watched where I was like, oh, no. Oh, but no. then at the Grammys, she did a lot better. She's getting better. I mean, think about Dua that we cannot take her. It's like, Dua is a vocalist. Like, she's here to sing, and she has a real broad range, and she has real control over her vocals. She never said she was a dancer, <laughs> okay? She's trying because she's having a disco era, but she never said she was a dancer. And so I will not hold her to that standard. But yeah, the performance of the Grammys was beautiful. Her glitter get-ups were really giving me early 2000s Britney and really taking me there. <laughs> and really just giving me like, give me that pop goddess aesthetic. Like do the, like, do the whole thing. And she really is like delivering on that. So, so she's in the running, but again, there's no point comparing anybody to Britney because they won't be able to do it. Other people who I are, who at least are trying to challenge themselves, I see Doja Cat. Like Doja Cat reinvents herself every single performance. She is at a level that I have not seen anybody really come out of the gate at their first like introduction to the world as far as a pop star and, and be at that level. I think she really is incredible. Um, you know, but yeah, as far as like being able to dance and sing, and the thing is, okay, yeah, at the 2000s VMAs, was Britney singing live? No. <laughs> that's okay she's a performer it doesn't always have to be about the vocal and that's fine but like yeah i'm trying to think of who is at that level like ariana grande can't dance we all know that that's fine <laughs> she cannot do it that's she okay can't, she can't dance um selena gomez can't dance or sing but i do still love her <laughs> me too me too i really do the spanish language album i'm as somebody who took six years of spanish and still is not very good i stand <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. I never think about. Did you watch her cooking show? Oh, I haven't seen the cooking show yet. I feel like I'll like it though. I've only seen the clip where she calls Taylor Swift another person that I do stand. It is so enjoyable. Okay, it's a it's easy breezy. Okay, she hangs out with a couple of her girlfriends or her grandparents who supposedly live with her. Okay, and (laughs) she keeps trying to. uh, Well, this is really funny. She. All of the chefs say, do you know what a mise en place is? And it's, you know, when you get the ingredients ready. And so then it makes cook the cooking, uh, it expedites the whole process. And every time they're like, all right, let's get our mise en place ready. And she's like, mise, mise, en, mise en, and they're like, mise en place. And she's like, oh, and they're like, that's great. You just learned that. And she's like, yeah. And then the next time it's like, Selena, do you know what mise en place is? And she's like, no, what's that? And it's like, I just, I love it. I started screaming at the TV like, Selena, we've been through this. What is happening? Why is she not retaining the information? I thought the point was to learn what's going on. (laughs) I need to know more about it. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with that. Okay, I'm going to watch it purely for that. 
But no, but yeah, I'm really trying to think like what pop girls are really living up to that. Megan Thee Stallion is a great dancer. I've been surprised by her dancing. She really is great. And nobody expects a rapper to be dancing. So she's doing it well. But yeah, nobody's at, Britney's, nobody's at Britney's level and nobody ever will be. And so here we are. And so here we are. Mm-hmm. We are just honoring Britney because she deserves every single second of it. Yes. God, yeah, that moment was so beautiful, though. She just, the way she danced and at the end when she gets down on her her shins and she leans back yes. and punches up at the sky. And even the moment after it's done and she starts laughing and she gets up and she kind of lifts the back of those pants up and kind of slinks off the stage <laughs> like like it was nothing. Like it was yes. just like, eh, like she's not even gasping for air. No. Or, it doesn't even seem like she's sweating. No, I don't think I've seen both the two, the two pop stars who I don't think I've seen visibly sweat during a performance are Britney Spears and Beyonce. Beyonce did not sweat during homecoming. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. She's an athlete, really is what it is. Homecoming, the entire film is perfection. Shocking. It is. I w- I've watched it a few times over this past year at real low points. And then I started also listening to it in my car, the little that I was in my car this year. Or sometimes I would just go on a drive and listen to Homecoming. Yes. And some of my friends were text messaging me and being like, what are you listening to right now? Like, what would be, you know, what would feel good? And I'm like, I'm telling you, just put on Homecoming. Yes. It will make you believe in life again like it will bring you back to life it it's so true and there's just so much there's just there's just so much to it the production just i just as a whole i i think that might be untouchable that should be at the top of everyone's list of live shows i mean watching that felt insane like i felt like i was leaving my body. And I feel like we didn't have a lot of preparation to be honest. Because she's like, okay. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> she was like, I'm I'm like, I can't do it Coachella this year. I'm pregnant. I'm doing it next year. And then two weeks before she's like, it'll be live stream. And so it actually was my birthday. And so I was like, let's just throw this on. Like let's just see what happens. And then <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> was not prepared for that level. And again, that's somebody that I've been standing my entire life. And so, of course, we've come to expect excellence. But again, Beyonce's 40 this year. Like, the young girls aren't bringing it like that. Like, the next Damn. generation needs to take some Pilates classes and get to it. We need to see the choreo. <laughs> Let's go. Also, when Beyonce released the virtual album, like, the fir- when it just seemed so groundbreaking, and I am not remembering the title of that. And- oh, it's just self-titled, Beyonce. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. When that came out, my husband ran downstairs and he said, I have a surprise for you. And I was like, okay, he's like, come, do you want to watch it in the bedroom or in the living room? I was like, in the bedroom. And so we go in and he puts it on and he said, Beyonce just announced that this is a virtual album. You can watch it right now. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, put it on, put it on. Oh. And we were watching it. I was like, what is happening? What is happening? And it did feel like a really romantic moment between my husband and I because he turned to me and he was he was like, there are people out there watching this all together right now. What you are seeing is what they are seeing. And we're all experiencing this together. 
Oh my god. And I was like, thank you for making me pause <laughs> and recognize that is so cool because oh my god. it makes me sad sometimes that we don't have monoculture. Mm-hmm. You know, there are there are you know, there are some people we all know about and but but it's different. Yeah. It's different. And, and I feel moments like... of like we're all like like 2000 VMAs. We all saw that. That was not just me in my living room in Minnesota. That was every American person <laughs> saw it. Yeah, yeah. I that that performance um at the VMAs was my freshman year and first semester of college. And I remember I had a tiny TV in my dorm room plugged in and I made sure that I was home to see that yes. like nothing was going to stop me. And I remember sitting in my dorm room. I had a, I somehow got a single that year, my freshman year. And it was, um, it was actually, it used to be a hotel, my dorm room. Whoa. And, and my single was a closet. It was actually a closet they that they converted into a room. So it was that tiny. And I just remember sitting on that bed and watching Brittany on that tiny screen and just just like I just remember where I was yeah. and what I was doing. And it was magical. It was just fantastic. That. I love those moments. Like, yeah, with Beyonce self-title, I can tell you exactly what I was doing. I was in college. It was the last day of finals week. And so usually it was a Thursday. So usually my friends and I would watch Scandal. Thursday nights, but I I failed because I was too tired and I had to be in my bed. And the most magical thing about it was I wanted to rest up because the next day my friends and I had Beyonce tickets. Beyonce played Chicago the next night, and I had like starved for two weeks because I bought Beyonce tickets at like nineteen years old. <laughs> so the night before that, and we're just thinking she's gonna like perform four at that at that this is a mrs carter tour so we're like it's gonna do four it's gonna be beautiful little did we know we only had that evening to learn a whole new album <laughs> all new lyrics i i'm laying in bed i bailed on scandal my friend ashley texts me she says you need to go online right now <laughs> i was like what are you talking about i thought she just wanted me to see like a clip from scandal i'm like whatever girl she sends me the itunes link <laughs> she sends me the itunes link <laughs> It changed everything. <laughs> everything. And by the next night, we knew the entire album top to bottom. She did EXO for the first time. I had a panic attack. <laughs> I got too excited. It was oh perfect. My gosh. It was perfect. Oh. Yes. Yes. It's so blessed. <laughs> so blessed. When I, I got to talk to Lance Bass and I got to go to his house to talk to him about Britney oh and I had an out-of-body experience, I couldn't believe that, that that was happening to me. And one thing I wanted to make clear to him was how grateful I was yeah. for him. And while they were working so hard they were giving me so much joy and so many of these memories, yes. like remembering where you were and who you were with. And it's, there's just something about it where it's like, we're all connected and it does feel like an offering. Like they've given us so much, like sometimes it's easy to be, you know, flip or to try to even make a joke about it and be like, they've, you know, Brittany's given us so much, like let her do what she wants to do. But it's like, no, really, it's true. she has given me 
so much. Like, excellent. And I am so grateful. Imagine working at that level at like 17 years old to be that committed to excellence, to be putting in that kind of hours, to look like that, move like that, sing like that, because she wanted to give a performance that would be memorable and succeeding at that. And now 20 years later, we're like, do you remember that? Because I remember that. Like, that was somebody's sacrifice for us. And Beyonce, I'm glad that Beyonce put out the documentary after Homecoming because she didn't shy away from that. She's like, this is so hard. Like, I want you to see how hard that is. And I totally respect that 100%. I can't do it. Are you kidding me? I'm not doing that <laughs> for other people. <laughs> so I'm just, I just so recently... grateful. I recently rewatched uh the dream within a dream tour that was uh recorded for hbo and in watching it it was filmed only two months after 9-11 and she does a number and she talks about how um and she dedicates uh she dedicates a song to the troops and she talks about she gets really choked up and has this beautiful moment of how they've given us so much and created the opportunity for her to do what she does and that is to perform and she is on she's on these cables and she is jumping and floating and I'm watching this and I'm like because we're the same age she was 19 can't even imagine and like what you're saying, it's excellence every time. At, not, like I'm at 19, I wasn't doing a single thing on an excellent level. I was half-assing life. I was so confused 24-7. And I was yes. not committed to anything the way that Britney Spears was committed to performing. And that is beautiful to me, truly. Do you know that Britney doesn't like sometimes... Do you know about this? No, I don't know about that. Why? So she's, she stopped performing it many, many years ago. She hasn't performed it in a very long time. Doesn't like it. Doesn't want to touch it. And it's just my favorite thing. Wait, did she say why? Just too sad? No, no. It's another mystery. Of course not. Of course, she's left us with more questions. Brittany, tell us. <laughs> I want to know. It cra- it really it really cracks me up. I just love that she has such a strong opinion about it. She's I mean, like, no, I, I won't do it. That's her right. It. That, it, it's always said in pop stars. Like, I love finding out that pop stars hate performing certain songs. That I like that thing happened with Little Mix recently, where they're like, oh, we hate Black Magic, <laughs> and that's like their number one song that everybody loves. They're like, we hate performing Black Magic. Like, I just love getting a behind the scenes glimpse of that kind of thing. And Ariana Grande will say like. There are songs of hers that she hates. <laughs> like, she she's described certain songs as like boring. <laughs> I love it. I love transparency. I wish Britney was able to be transparent with us like the other girls are. Yeah. Me too. April. Yes. Do you prefer Britney's high kick or her head roll? Oh my God. This is a good question. I like the head roll. I think there's so much control in the way that she uses her head and neck. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> but it's so true. It's just true. She's it's just, just true. She looks it's one way, true. she looks the other. And like, there's just so much power in that. There's so much confidence in that for sure. But there's no movement she could make that I would not. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I'm not joking. <laughs> Do you prefer a blonde Britney or a dark haired Britney? Let's talk about this. I was just thinking, I think that's another reason why 
I was so attracted to you driving crazy era is because it was a little bit of a like ombre moment, like giving us notes of brown. I like brown Britney. I like like light brown, like um You Drive Me Crazy era. What's the music video where she's like, oh, is it Don't Let Me Be the Last to Know? Where she's like in like a tree house <laughs> or something? She is also in a tree house for that, but I actually think you might be referring to from the bottom of my broken heart. I think that that's it. And I think that maybe it's because of her natural color. <laughs> like, I just like people who, like, look like their their natural selves. I would think that's the most beautiful. But no, I love blonde, broad, Britney too. But I always felt like it was a treat when she would go brown for a second. <laughs> I got excited. Yeah, me too. I really like when she had just, like, a rich brown hair for a moment. And then, yes. of course, I mean, I also do love blonde Britney. I've, I had a dream of going blonde for so long. And it was this whole emotional ride I took myself on when it really, it was just like, Jen, dye your hair blonde. Cause you know what? You can dye it back. And I did. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not a blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's done you at once. I did ombre in college where like the bottom half of my hair was blonde and it all broke off. I have jet black hair. It did not like that. And that's a lesson I had to learn. And that's okay. <laughs> Again, like Brittany, if she could just learn lessons by having life experience, there can be a lot of great takeaways from that. So true. So true. Toxic or baby one more time. Mm, Okay. Both, both such important moments, but I have to go toxic just because toxic is such a creative, creative use of the musical form. I can't say no to that. Also like baby one more time. I'm sure as you've discussed, like makes no sense. Like, and it's like it's a Max Martin issue, like which he has refused to do anything about over the years. Just like does not understand the English language, does not care to understand the English language. The lyrics make no sense, and so there is a, a slight separation for me, just because it's like with toxic, I feel it. Like it's just about being attracted to somebody who is toxic. <laughs> like I get, I really get it. But but I I I, I love I love both. But toxic is the thing that like will keep me up at night thinking about like how do they do it. <laughs> How did they come up with it? <laughs> How did they come up with it? We love it so much, and yet it makes no sense. Yes. But it's I'll, just like, so I sometimes sing too. the song in the car, and I'm like, nope, doesn't make any sense. These <laughs> lyrics, they don't make any sense, but she's singing it with so much emotion yes. that I'm buying it, but I don't really know what I'm buying. But I'm like, maybe I'm just buying Britney. Yeah. And maybe that's her magic, is that she just makes it seem like that should make sense. That that is her superpower, and that and that's the same with a lot of pop girls. Like Ariana Grande has that one song where she's like, "I don't want to die alive," and it's like, "What are you talking about?" It's all <laughs> oh, break free. Like the lyrics of "Break Free" make no sense, but like that is one of her biggest hits because you just feel it, even if it's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> but yeah, for me, toxic you- is is that my my top two Britney songs are. Toxic and Break the Ice, which I know you've done an episode about. Break the Ice is crazy. <laughs> Break the Ice is one of the biggest human achievements <laughs> on this planet. It is nuts. <laughs> what is it about it that makes you feel that oh way? Oh, my God. It's just a driving beat. Like, with Break the Ice, it's like we're in the car. We're going somewhere. And it's just, like, build and build. And I love watching people do choreography to break the ice like they're if you really want to show your your skill it will come out with that song it's and it's like her vocals going down and up down and up like like the gymnastics of it like 
untouchable. I'm going to listen to that on my drive home today. So good. You'll love it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Favorite Britney music video? Oh, man. You know, I got to say, like, the sentimental part of me, it's going to be lucky. Lucky meant everything to me because I was, yeah, I was young when Lucky came out. Like, I was, like, in elementary school. And I was like, I, like, that's my story. And it's like, it wasn't. (laughs) But, like, I was able to relate to it just because it felt very, like, Barbie. And I was still into Barbies at that time. And I felt like that was when I was beginning to understand who she was as a person. And so Lucky is so close to my heart, for sure. Mm. Are there any other moments on there? Like, do we want to get one more in? Is there anything we can cover? Okay, so my last moment that I'll cover right now is, I again, this is not a moment, but it's more of like a trend of hers that I've noticed over the years. Britney Spears' ongoing standing of Janet Jackson and Beyonce. Like, she goes out of her way to uplift two Black pop icons, which I really respect because I think, like, a lot in, in Britney Spears' career, she's been compared to Madonna. And I think it's just because it's like another blonde legend. But like, let's be very clear right here, right now. It's Janet. The, this it's person Janet. is Janet. <laughs> the reason J- Britney Spears wanted to do this is because of Janet Jackson. And she always gives Janet her flowers. And I have so much respect for that. And then, yeah, throughout the years, there's been so many times for Britney Spears, it's been like the artist I'm most inspired by right now is Beyonce. Like, I want to work with Beyonce. I love Beyonce. When Lemonade came out, she like was saying that she related to it and it was like this feminist anthem. And I just appreciate that because especially like as an all-American, like blonde, white pop star, she does so much to elevate Black pop stars. And like, I don't see that from other people. I, I certainly don't see that from Justin Timberlake. I certainly don't see it from him. And so I've always had so much appreciation. And just like the way that she moves her body, you can tell like, when she saw Janet Jackson control, like she lost her mind. <laughs> like I feel that. Janet was my everything mm-hmm. when I was in middle school. And I was I was being, you know, being bullied at the time. Basically mm-hmm. what happened for me personally was that I went through puberty before all the other girls in my class. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of conversation about the size of my boobs and these boys put my what they thought was my bra size as an equation on the board in math class like so funny and I was so devastated and so uncomfortable in my body and I my sister who's three years older knew that I was having a hard time and she and my mom came to pick me up I was doing math homework at my friend Carrie Welly's house and uh, I had kind of a lisp at the time I mean I still kind of do but they they knocked on the door and my sister said Jen, I have a surprise for you. And there was this place in town called the Old Peddler's Wagon. And it was like a bakery. And you could also like buy like scented candles. And so I said, what is it? Chocolate chip cookies from the Old Peddler's Wagon? <laughs> Being such a bitch. Incredible. They were like, no. They were like, Janet Jackson tickets. They're oh. on the floor. They're floor seats. <gasps> we are going right now. And I was like, what? And so we drove down to Albany, New York, which was 45 minutes from my hometown. And we went and my mom parked outside. And my sister and I went to this concert together. Like I was in middle school. My sister was a freshman in high school. Oh my God. I felt so cool. And I remember sitting next to two guys and just – not being being from such a small town and like not having access to anything anything outside of this small town and 
they were obviously two gay guys. They were in mesh tank tops. Yeah. And I remember being like, your outfits are so cool. And they were like, thanks. And then I was like, I love Janet Jackson. I loved her so much. And if was just everything to me. And they picked me up and they put me on these chairs on these floor seats and they held me up. And I just remember thinking for the first time, like this is truly the best night of my life. Oh my God. That is incredible. That is such a cool experience to be able to have that. Yeah. That would make my life. Oh my God. And so I think when Brittany then came onto the scene, you know, I guess that was four years later that it just felt like, oh gosh, because Janet wasn't really on the scene then four years later. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like I've like got another chance. Yeah. I love, you know? <laughs> yeah. She totally is <laughs> like the second coming. Yeah. Like she is yeah. Janet too, hundred percent. And she would totally like step into that. I would love them I would love to see them do a concert together. And the concert's called like you. Screw You, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Oh, love <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my god. Know. I would I would get floor seats for that one. Floor for sure. seats. That would be incredible. Oh my god. That moment would just absolutely define who I was as a person going forward. <laughs> That's uh, beautiful. Beautiful. So beautiful. I know. I wish they could just get together, call each other. I wonder yeah. if they've called each other. I wonder. Like, did you see that? I, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know it how much access Britney's because we've been told like she's not allowed to have her phone at certain times. So we don't know. But if she is, I'm sure that they've like tried to get in contact just because like I cannot believe that notes have statements. <laughs> they would have to discuss. Why would you ever conflate the two? Anyway, I don't even want to get into it. I got and so April, upset. It was so obvious that he is a major celebrity. He knew that he was going to be talked about in that documentary before the doc came out. There's yeah. just, that's how it works. There's totally. no way it was a surprise. He knew it was coming. And then I believe he was, you know, maybe given the advice to wait it out and yeah. see how people reacted to the doc and like, would that many people even watch it? Yeah. And then he waited a whole other week before saying anything. And then he made a statement when his dumb Apple movie came out. Yeah. He's such a piece of shit. First of all, his Apple movie that he just used to cheat on Jessica Biel. Does he think we don't remember that? He is a piece of shit. <laughs> I can't stand Justin Timberlake. So I don't want your like 20 plus year late apology and then conflating two issues that are just two separate instances of your misogyny. They have nothing to do with each other. Janet Jackson's issue was so racialized. This is a black woman we're talking about who you annihilated in the press. Britney Spears was so disgusting. You're such a misogynist. You're so toxic, truly. And for him to just be like, yeah, sorry, these two ladies. I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> I tried so many uh, times to make make peace with him and for you know give some forgiveness. But I just, just it's bumping me. You know? He doesn't deserve it. Not everybody deserves our forgiveness. That's my thing. <laughs> Well, he said that he wants to have the conversation and I'm waiting for him to have a conversation with someone. TikTok. (laughs) What's going on? Oprah's available. Go on. Oprah's available. I I said he has two choices. It's either me or Oprah. I'm happy with either one. (laughs) Oh my God. I would love to see either one too. Either way, he'd be scared shitless. Does not matter who. What do you hope for Brittany? Oh my gosh. 
I want Britney Spears to have everything. I want her to have full creative control again. We know that that has not been the case for the last few albums because I think when she's really like in her mode and she's allowed to be the full artist that she is, like she makes things that no one else could even dream of. So I want that if she wants to continue making music, which I think that she does. I want her to have like, yeah, full liberation. I want her to be able to see her kids whenever she wants. I want her to, to, if she wants to marry her new boyfriend who I love, like I want that for her. I just, I want everything for her. I want her to have no limitations on her life. That's all. And I really do think we're close. Like there's something in the water where it's like, what has been going down recently? And especially with like the new verdict from um, Judge Penny, we know that the tide is shifting and I'm feeling better about that. But I just am upset about how much time she's lost, you know? I want her latter years to totally make up for it. I just love her. I want her to have the world ready for president. <laughs> That's what I and want. April, where where can people find you? And is there anything you want to plug or talk about? Sure. Yeah. People can follow me on Twitter at April K. Quio. I only talk about pop stars <laughs> and my thoughts about pop stars. That's what's getting me through the pandemic. You can follow me on Instagram. I will continue to post that same list um, probably for the rest of my life because it's just never ending. Um, and yeah, just just keep in touch. I like to use social media as a distraction from all the despair. And so you'll find me there. And yeah, thank you again for having me. This has been such a blast. Oh my gosh. The best. <laughs> We Need to Talk About Britney is an Erios podcast. It is produced by Maria Blasucci. And if you need to talk about Britney, the We Need to Talk About Britney hotline is open. Just call 814-277-3277. Our phone lines are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because sometimes you just need to talk about Britney. Thanks, guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.